genre. Then you're just gonna have to change distributors. Frank, I am about to walk on stage and tell the whole world that units will be arriving in stores in a few weeks, a date that was decided on months ago. Now, if you're telling me the distributor can't hit that target, then we need to find one who can. It's as simple as that. All right, all right, how about this? Tell you guys they can keep the West Coast distribution, but we'll find another distributor for the Eastern market, and then we'll just split the international markets between the two. We'll negotiate the details with them on Monday. Yeah, yeah great, great. Thanks, Frank. Ready when you are, David. Let's get this show on the road. Simon, what's wrong? I, I thought I just saw... No. No, it, it couldn't have been. It's starting! And now, please welcome Holt Tech founder and CEO, David Holt! <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, wait. David Holt? Simon? Do you know this guy? Thank you. Thank you so much. Please, please sit down now. You are all too much. I do. David Holt is my father. What? First of all, I really would like to thank all of you for being here with me today, as well as everyone watching from home as we broadcast this panel worldwide. Now. We have a lot to reveal today, and I can see that you are all very excited. I know I am. So, let's get started. I don't believe I'm being a contrarian when I say this can be a difficult world to live in. A frustrating one, and often a disappointing one. It's no surprise we have always found such comfort in escapism. Whether it's settling down with a good book, taking a trip to the movies, or playing through the latest video game, we find escape in fantastic worlds that could never exist. And today, we bring you the next step in that endeavor, the next evolution in fantasy and escapism. Welcome to the game. Inspired by the massively multiplayer online role-playing games that have brought players from all over to new fantastic worlds, the game is a bold and groundbreaking advancement on the promise of an open-world environment as players find themselves free-roaming within a fully immersive, fully realized virtual planet. Using our newly developed immersive reality technology that makes VR look like a cave painting, the game will allow you to do whatever comes to your imagination. Travel to thousands of exotic locales, explore deep and expansive oceans, discover ancient hidden tombs, or spend the night with friends watching a movie on a rooftop overlooking a city. Whether you're looking for adventure or a relaxing escape, the options are literally endless. If you can dream it, you can do it in the game. Wow, 
You and Gibson thought of all of that? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, basically. Dueling Genre Productions presents Geek by Night, Episode 36, The Long Con. Written by Scott Corelli and Nick Jimenez. We'll never make it to the exhibit hall if we're drawing this much attention. Janet, as good a tasting as I'm sure it must be when I can't remember you, I think it may be in our best interest if we let everyone forget you again. <sighs> yeah, I know. And three, two, one. What am I doing over here? Is this a line? Are, are we in line for something? It was nice while it lasted. I'm sorry, who are you? I'm absolutely nobody. Janet, first thing we're going to do when things settle down is figure out a way for you to control your powers, I promise. You lot haven't done any training. Oh, sure. Both of you have done a great job training us for life in prison. Charlotte, you never trained them? Been a little difficult to find the time between all the corporate espionage and prison breaks. You make the time. This lot may be able to handle themselves, but what if they could handle their abilities? Without practice, something awful could happen. Cosmo could bring down an airplane with a misplaced lightning strike. Madison could accidentally drain the life out of every person in this convention center. And you, you I've actually never met before. Hi, I'm Lorelai. I'm Janet. We've known each other for almost a year. Everyone who looks away from me forgets me instantly. It's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Oh yes, Janet Stokely. I've read your file. So you've said. Many times. Exactly. I may not remember that you exist, but I can remember the facts of your existence. I wonder what would happen if you made a wee video of yourself explaining who you are. Like in Fifty First Dates, only I'm Adam Sandler and the world is Drew Barrymore. Exactly! Only without all of the uncomfortable questions about the ending. Like, like what happened the day she had to give birth to a child with no memory of getting pregnant in the first place? Does, does anyone actually think that movie is romantic? And this is why I never let you watch movies with me and my friends. Right, so in the video scenario, would your powers cause me to forget that video? Because my memory would be of the video, not of you, same as how I remember reading your file, even though I never get to remember your lovely wee face. Would that really work? I don't know, Blast, I'm just wondering aloud. Maybe there's things we haven't tried that can help you take back some control. Charlie, why haven't we tried anything like this? Or any training at all? I just assumed we're all capable of training yourselves. You know, some of us don't feel the need to micromanage everyone around them. I think we definitely could have used a little more micromanaging, to be honest. Yeah, we never knew what we were supposed to be doing, so we spent most of our time just trying to fill the void by getting on each other's nerves. And that's somehow my fault? I'm sure you did your best, Charlotte. Hey, no. Don't do that. Oh my god, it's exactly like when we were kids. You always had to have the spotlight. You just had to show everyone how much better you were than me. I never did that. You'd make some big, flashy, and exciting thing, like turning an old car into a submarine, and then immediately point out whatever stupid project I was working on to Mom and Dad so you could make me feel inferior. Never! Not 
wants. Bullshit. I don't want people to notice me, Charlotte. They just do. I'm loud, I'm flashy, a bit like a firework. It's just my personality. I can't help it. I... I'm so sorry that I hurt you. But that was never my intention. I was trying to support you. You're my sister. I was... I am so bloody proud of you. Really? Yes. You've done good work, Charlotte. Work I could never do. It's not always the flashiest stuff. I mean, the grid was a city infrastructure project, but... Sometimes that's the real important work. That's the work that changes the world. Do you know why I even got started with all this Project Origin business in the first place? Because you wanted to be Tony Stark? I already am Tony Stark. (laughs) No, um... I wanted to create something that actually helped people's lives. I wanted to change the world for the better, not just have fun. I wanted to be like my sister. Lorelai, I... Well, 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 will you look at these troublemakers. You guys aren't supposed to be at a comic convention. You're supposed to be in the inescapable nightmare prison I locked you in. William. Hey, partner. Happy to see me. Don't take my word for it. As you're having fun at the convention today, we invite you to stop by the Swift Nostalgia booth to demo a working prototype of our patented IR pods in person and become the first people to experience the game where the future is what you make it. This is unbelievable. I know. I've never seen anything like that. It's blatant idea theft. This cannot stand. Gibson, come on. You gotta admit, our idea was pretty generic. By design, actually. Exactly! We had a game called The Game, where you could be anyone and do anything. They have a game called The Game, where you can be anyone and do anything. How are we in different places on this? Ours was a pen and paper RPG we made when we were in high school. This is Ready Player One on crack. Well, hopefully it's better than that. Hey, the book is great. Yeah, keep telling yourself that, dude. None of this makes any sense. See? Simon has my back. Thank you, pal. No, I mean my father. This whole project is in complete and total opposition to everything he stands for. He hates video games. He hates fantasy. All my life, he forced me to focus on the real world and practical science, and now he's created something that spits in the face of all of that? Now, there's something else going on here. People can change. I used to think Taylor Swift was super fake. Now I think she's awesome. Hey, wait. Is Taylor Swift related to... No, she isn't. I looked into it. When's the last time you even saw your dad, Simon? That's not important. My father doesn't change, believe me. I have to talk to him. But our panel's starting soon. We can't piss off Leo twice in one day. Hey, where is he anyway? I won't be long. I just have to know what's going on. None of this is adding up. I'm coming with you. We'll be back in time for the panel, Gwen. We promise. Mm, I promise nothing. So, do we even know what we're supposed to do on this panel? Wasn't Leo moderating? I mean, he went over some of it with us, but I don't know how he was planning on filling the time for a full hour. So, this is going to be another Leo Dobbs patented disaster, huh? Is this guy actually any good at his job? 
Well, he made us these cool new costumes. No, Kevin the intern made us these costumes. We should really try to find his Venmo and tip him or something. But Gibson's right. I don't think we can afford a repeat of what happened last time. Yeah, I've been catching up on everything I missed while I was gone, and that press conference was... So, can we just bail on this? Uh, as team leader, I don't think I'm supposed to condone that sort of thing. Uh, you really want to, right? So, so bad. Well, what if, this is just a big if, what if something were to suddenly come up? Perhaps some sort of superhero business? Make something up? Didn't we just tell Max he shouldn't be doing that? We should be setting a good example. I mean, I wouldn't mind heading over to the Swift Nostalgia booth to check out the game. Right. The game. We should look into that because it's suspicious and we're superheroes, so... Investigation is implied in our mandate. Jeffrey Gibson, did you just secret quote Attack of the Clones? I don't know what you're talking about. So we're not failing. We've just got something more important to do. You know, maybe Jeff could win that idea theft lawsuit after all. Oh God, please don't encourage him. Hey guys, we're just about ready for you. Um, actually something just came up. Very important superhero stuff. There he is. Are you sure you're up for this? You've already been moving around a lot today. I'm fine. Thank you for checking. Right. I'm afraid this isn't going to be big on warmth. Father, I wasn't aware you were back in town. Simon? What are you doing here? And why are you in that ridiculous outfit? I could ask you the same thing. The being here part, not the outfit. This is my friend Mindy Gibson, since you asked. Sup. Pleasure. What happened? Why do you have a cane? Oh, thanks for your concern. Don't get cute with me, boy. What am I always telling you? Our minds and our bodies are our most precious gifts. We have to take care of them. Were you spelunking again? I told you I don't do that anymore, and even if I did... Spelunking? Never mind. Is there somewhere we can talk in private? Yes. Yes, I think that would be a good idea. Come with me. Well, thanks for finding the escapees for me, C-SPAN. Way to be useful. Then again, you're also the reason they were able to break out in the first place, so half thank you, I guess. Anyway, I had a feeling it was you blocking me out during the prison break. I was just kind of hoping you weren't that stupid. Billy, the only stupid thing I ever did was trust you more than my own family. Laura lies swift. Nice to finally meet you. I'm Nathan. Nathan Gershwin. Can't say it's much of a pleasure, given the company you're keeping. He's honestly not much better without the company. Hello, Nathan. Which side are you on today? Same side I've always been on, Charlie. The side of a good story. And I have to say, the sad, strange saga of William Medina and the Swift Sisters never fails to deliver. Twists, turns, love, and betrayal. It's a goldmine. Well, stick around. The story's going to end real soon. Oh, are we all caught up? Are, are we good? Great. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed their furlough, but it's time to get back on the bus. We're not going anywhere with you. That's not really your place to say, Regina George. By the way, 
do you all mind showing Charlotte the ropes when you get back? It's just, it's always hard being the new girl. <laughs> Is that why Nathan's here? To get me out of the picture? Nathan's powers aren't going to work if I'm blocking them. Why don't you try thinking more than one step ahead for once? You know what I can do now. You do. I can see it on your face. It's how people look at me when they realize they can't just push me around anymore. When they realize I push back. What's he on about? (sighs) Billy's power is the opposite of mine. I dampen powers, he boosts them. And you can't block both of us at once. Try blocking this. Cosmo, no! control over his abilities than that he needs a lightning rod to focus his powers that's why he always used that dumb nerd hammer Uh, that dumb hammer has a name and its name is Mjolnir I'm still worthy Cosmo you got your hammer back oh it's not mine That booth I got thrown into was selling a replica. It's a good one, too. Might even be better than mine. All right, you guys are causing a scene. Let's wrap this up. Madison, honey, you look a little thirsty. I mean, I'm a little dehydrated. I haven't had any water since we left the Supermax. No, I mean, there's a lot of people here, and it looks like you could use a drink. Maybe not enough to drain any one person. But a little bit from a lot of people. And we're back in business. No, no, stop that. That's enough, Nathan. And then a barrier formed around us, protecting us from each of their attacks. (sighs) Cowards. Hey, Madison, remember when I asked you if you wanted to try to make a fastball special together and you said, gross, what is that? And then I explained that it's a special combo move between Colossus and Wolverine where Colossus uses his super strength to throw Wolverine with his adamantium claws extended at someone or something. And you said, why does it have to be Colossus? Why can't it be any other character with super strength? And I said, that's kind of a bonding thing between the two characters. But you had a pretty good point. Yes. You want to do a fastball special? What, like crossing the streams? Crossing the streams, way better reference. Anyway, you wanna? Why not? Can't die twice. Yes! Oh, this is gonna be cool. Okay, ready? Three, two, one! It's working. Let's do it again. So, what should we call our combo move? Double whammy? Lame. What about the thunderclap pack? No, wait, you guys. The cosmopolitan. (gasps) Yes. Yes! Um, Charlotte, dear. Uh, It looks like it's about to get messy. Could I borrow your phone for another tip? Who are you calling now? Well, admittedly, it's a bit of a long shot, but I've just got an idea. This line is taking forever. Yeah, who would have thought that the most amazing piece of technology anyone has ever seen would have a long line to try it out at a comic convention? But we're here on important business. We shouldn't have to wait in line. 
great uniform. Gibson, do you see how many people are wearing superhero costumes around here? But ours are different. We're the real thing. But no one knows that because we bailed on the panel where everyone was going to see them for the first time. Because we had to come here and investigate. It's pointless. He's just going to run circles in a logic loop. This is why we need Simon and Mindy. They contain him. Yeah, what's taking them so long anyway? Did they seriously pick today to run off and hook up in a bathroom? Hey, no. Not even in jest. Wait, where did Victor run off to? I'm right here. I went to check out the game. What? How did you skip the line? Oh, I I swiped a press badge off a blogger in line, and since I'm not dressed like a cosplayer, they let me in. Typical. What's it like? I didn't actually play the demo. Uh, The IR pods looked like they needed a biological body to work. Well, you know, not about that life anymore. But I did manage to run an external diagnostic on the tech and the software. What did you find out? Well, the hardware was obviously pretty advanced, but the software was actually really similar to the program that Simon wrote to trap me in the server. The whole thing ran on a series of self-sustaining processes that worked off the human mind. Aha! So it was idea theft. But with Simon's idea. But it establishes a pattern. What is that sound? Are we being predatored? Uh, I don't want to freak anyone out, but I think it's my arm. What should I do? Well, Simon said he filled your body up with gadgets, so... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I miss Mindy. Should I just push it? I don't know, man. Wouldn't hurt to try. It could be a bomb. Or it's probably just a communicator or something. Maybe Simon's trying to call us. Uh, hello? Victor! Boy, am I not getting sick of hearing your voice again, mate. Yes, called it. Nice, babe. Lorelai, you're calling my arm. Yes, well, Simon let me in on his secret Christmas present to you, and when I heard what happened, I thought he might have went ahead with the installation as amends after all that nasty business last year, and lo and behold, how are you liking it? Well, it's nice. I have a phone in my arm. Lorelai, are you calling from prison right now? I'm not in prison. We busted out. You broke out of prison? Never mind that. I'm calling from the Exhibitor's Hall at MT3. We have a situation and we need the bloody cavalry. Wait, what do you mean, we? I'll explain later. Just get the hell over here. Your private suite is just over here, Mr. Holt. I hope it suits your needs. I'm sure it's just fine, thank you. Now, how about we order some drinks? What's your drink of choice, Simon? Negroni. Mine as well. Two Negronis, please. What about you, miss? Just Mindy. And I've never had a Negroni, but I'm always up for trying something new. Perfect. Three Negronis, then. Put it on the Swift Nostalgia tab and make sure you give yourself a nice tip. Very kind of you, sir. Your drinks will be up shortly. So, how exactly did you and my son come to know one another, Mindy? Oh, uh, we both work at this store. Underdog Comics. You're working there now? I thought you were just helping a couple of friends get it off the ground. I enjoy it. That's as it may be, but is that really how you want to spend your time? How long have you been in town? A few weeks, why? Weeks. And you've been staying at some hotel instead of the house? When I'm home, I lose focus. Right, of course. So many warm memories to get lost in. You know how I am when I'm in the middle of a project. Speaking of your new project, it seems out of character. How so? Well, for one thing, it's called The Game. (laughs) It's a lark! It's fun! I can't have fun? 
It's the antithesis of everything you ever taught me to believe. I'm reinventing myself, Simon. I'm evolving. It's how you stay young. And William Medina? I've always invested in young and upcoming talent. Like you and Lorelei Swift, they just have a tendency to disappoint me. No, you seem much more involved in this than you ever were in Swift Industries. Or anything I've ever done. I'm just assisting with a rollout. In exchange, William is helping me with a project I've been chasing for some time now. What project? My legacy. I won't be here forever. I want to leave the world a little bit better than when I arrived in it. I want to be remembered as a man who pushed us forward. Wow. Must be a pretty fun video game. All right. Enough with the back and forth. Tell me what this is really about. I just don't understand why you didn't call me. I would have helped you with any project you wanted to work on. Simon, this isn't... You know, I used to have this fantasy that one day you'd be excited about some project and just once you would ask me to work with you. I I tried so hard to show you I was ready, but now I see you'd rather work with a narcissistic sociopath like William Medina than with your own son. I can see that you're getting emotional. I spent my whole life looking up to you, trying to justify the way you raised me. I didn't have any friends. I didn't even have a childhood. And despite that, all I ever wanted was for you to come home more than twice a year so I could spend time with a father that I barely knew. But instead, I was always reminded of just how much you disliked being around me. That's enough. Everything I dislike about myself comes from you. My focus, my logic, it pushes away the people I care about. And no matter what I do to try to change, I can't stop it from happening. Why did you do this to me? Simon. I didn't do anything to you. If one thing has been abundantly clear in all of this, it is that you are your own man. So, you'll have to excuse me if I'm not going to just sit here and let you blame me for each and every one of your character flaws. Young lady, it was a pleasure meeting you. Enjoy the Negronis. Split the extra one. Live a little. Why couldn't you just be my father? not my father? Wait, what? What is happening? Did you just... This conversation isn't happening right now. Oh, yes it is. Simon, are you sure about this? The girl's right, Simon. Is this how you want to handle things? It is. Please. Have a seat. So, David... If you're not my father, then who are you? I think it's working. Can you guys keep that up? Are you kidding? I can do this all day. Man, big hammer guy really came back in a big way, huh? Insightful observation, Dr. Medina. Think it might be time to flip the script, wouldn't you say? My thoughts, exactly. It was in this moment that the convention crowd began to recognize the overachievers and Lorelei Swift, remembering what they had done and realizing there was only one solution. Civilian 
justice. Is that Lorelai Swift? She's supposed to be in prison, paying her debt to society. Oh, crumbs. I think our situation just got worse. Hey, I remember these guys. That one held up a comic book store and took people hostage. That one almost killed everyone at a frat party I wasn't invited to. Yeah, and then I don't really know who this girl is, but she sure looks sketchy. Get her! Uh-oh. Get your greasy, disgusting hands off of me! Stop, 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 stop! We're the good guys in this situation, we swear. Get off of me, you nutties! I, I don't get it. Why is this happening? It's Nathan, he's making them do this. No, no, no. I'm making them want to do this. A subtle but important distinction. All right, are we done here? The van's been parked outside for a while, and I already have this whole thing going on with the van guys, so I don't want to... You won't get away with this. I know what you really are, Billy. I know what you did. Okay, I think we both know you're going to have to be more specific. Not so fast, Billy. Damn, that felt good. How was this the first time I've gotten to say not so fast to somebody? Oh, with the mask on and everything? I'm so proud of you, man. We made it, buddy. Husbands, focus. Uh, what exactly am I looking at here? This is a very strange combination of people. Lorelai, why are you with the overachievers? We're working together. For now. I mean, hopefully forever. I haven't exactly thought that far ahead. It's a long story, but you should trust her. Not that long, actually. They were in prison together because they were convicted of crimes, and then they tried to escape, and now I'm sending them back. The end. We're not going to just let you take them. (laughs) Yes, you are. You're big-time superheroes now, right? You work in tandem with the law, not against it. Just like Batman. He beats up the bad guys and throws them in jail like a good American. Looks like we ended up on the same side after all. We are not on the same side. I disagree. The law is the law. You're supposed to be on the side of the law, and the law is on my side, so... Was the law on your side when you murdered Henry Swift? Charlotte? What are you talking about? Tell her. Oh... Okay. The the betrayal makes sense now. All right. Yeah. That one's on me. I did what I had to do. Some shades of gray are darker than others. You. You sabotaged the experiment. Just like with Victor. You you killed Henry. Someone had to show the world how dangerous you could be. He was my world and you killed him. The origin particles should have left with me, Lorelai. I made them. They were mine. But you just had to recreate them, keep the project going without me. You're Lorelai Swift. You could have done anything in the world, but instead you stole my future. He was my friend, too. You all were, once. But I had to make a choice. You chose murder. I chose justice. None of this matters now. It doesn't change what happens next. Like hell it doesn't. We're gonna stop you. You're going to stop me? Okay, you know what? I just decided I'm gonna make this really easy for you. See, Lorelai believes in the heart of the common man. That's why she likes you so much. But me, I think the common man is weak. You can't make the hard choices. Frankly, I'm embarrassed for you. The way you run around playing superhero all day as if you're actually affecting change. You're not even in the game. 
You really think you can stop all of us? I really, really do, Jeff. Because I know that all I have to do is give you a choice. What kind of choice? You let me take the literal convicts back to prison without interfering, and I let you all walk away right now. You can go back to your little comic book shop and your precious little lives. I don't come after you. You don't come after me. Everybody lives happily ever after. Or? Or. I ask Nathan to tell us all the story of how Underdog Comics had a bomb go off from the inside and was blown off the face of the planet. Think you know that one, Nathan? Why, Dr. Medina, it's one of my favorites. So, telepathy. And telekinesis. Right. You don't seem surprised. I've been made aware of your abilities, just haven't seen them in action. Is that all you can do? No. It really, really isn't. Fascinating. We can talk about my abilities later. Right now, I want you to explain. Are you sure you want your friend to be here? Simon, I can leave if you need to be alone. No, Mindy. Anything he wants to say to me, he can say to you. I'm done with secrets. Okay, I'll stay. Thank you. Now explain. All right, here's the truth. I never wanted children. To me, it was just another distraction from the work. And even when I was young, I knew that my time here was finite. But I wanted to be immortalized, remembered, for doing something amazing, something that would change the world. But I hadn't done it yet. And after a few more years, I still hadn't. I, I probably should have done more when I was younger, gone further, but there just wasn't enough time. If I was ever going to create something worthwhile, I needed more time. Oh, God, please tell me this isn't another time travel thing. It's not, though I certainly tried that and failed. I toiled away for many years in the medical field trying to find a cure for aging, but that too proved to be a dead end. But during that process, I stumbled upon something else, something I thought I could use to invest in my future in another way. You are not my son, Simon. You're my clone. He's your what? That's impossible. And yet, here you are. My masterpiece. My greatest creation. Whenever I look at you, I am filled with so much pride. But so much regret. You didn't raise me to be your son. You raised me to be you. Again, I, I was meant to just pick up where you left off. Think of what a man like us could accomplish with two lifetimes. A true unbroken dynasty of progress and discovery. Think of what we could do. You are still so young. What about my mother? Simon, you have no mother. You weren't born. You were made. Oh. It was always a topic of curiosity for you, though, even when you were a boy. It's why I gave you Atlas. We all need some sort of maternal influence, I suppose. You told me she had my mother's voice. You said you made Atlas after she died to remember her by. I will be the first to admit that I have made mistakes during all of this. Mistakes? How could you do this to a person? To a little boy? I gave him the greatest gift anyone could have. A purpose. He was meant to be my perfect copy, but... Well... 
What good is a copy if it still has free will? You've been making the same mistakes I did, even some new ones. Well, I'm sorry I also failed you as a clone. Do you have any idea how frustrating it is telling you not to do something because I literally know what will happen if you do? And then you do it anyway. And you wonder why I push you away. It's Victor. Victor, is something wrong? Guys, we could really use your help over at the Exhibitor's Hall. I don't think I'm going to be up for the panel today. Just tell the it's others It's not about I... the panel. It's about Billy. And Lorelai. And the Overachievers. And Charlie. And... Look, just get over here. Okay, we'll be right there, Victor. Ready for one more fight today? Are we seriously done talking about this? I have nothing left to say to this man. You're Kane. You're overextending your biology, Simon. Whatever half-life you have as a clone, those powers are just speeding it up. It could cost you everything. The way I see it, the less time there are two David Holtz on this planet, the better. So ungrateful. Your shop or your friends. You don't get to have it both ways anymore. Choose. Don't listen to this clown. He's bluffing. Or just let him blow it up. I don't want to go back to prison. Besides, how hard can it be to just open another small independent business right now? You got on a stage and you told the city you were heroes. Well, heroes have to make hard choices. and I don't think any of you know how to do that. Prove me wrong. Lorelai, what should we do? This man killed my husband. I want to rip his throat out with my teeth. Uh, yeah, she's kind of dealing with her own stuff right now, guys. I don't think she's going to be able to help you out on this one. Okay, okay. <sighs> I love that shop. I never thought when I first walked into that place that I would ever love it as much as I do, but it, it kind of means everything to me. When I messed things up with Gibson, I thought I'd never get to go in there again. And coming back... It, it hasn't always been easy, but it's been one of the greatest joys of my life, having everyone I love under that roof. I took my first steps in that shop. It outlived my father, and I actually kind of love the idea. It might outlive me, too. Guys, all of this is completely valid, but... It's my home. I know I've got my own place now, and I lived with my parents before that, but... For a long time, that shop was the only place I was ever truly happy. And so much has changed, and most of it's been good, and some of it's been really, really hard, but the shop has always just been there, you know? The only place where I feel like I can just be me. It's the last easy thing in my life that I've got left, but... Sometimes the hardest things to do are also the most necessary. All right. Who wants a piece? What's going on? Mindy, take everyone but Nathan and Billy to the shop. Now! But... Just do it! Oh, that's not how I saw that going. Oh, well, at least there's fireworks. Nathan? <clears throat> Once upon a time, there was a bomb in Underdog Comics. And then they made me their captain. Ah, back so soon, my new compatriots? The store's about to blow up. Get out! Get out! Get out! Uh, what? As the heroes arrived, just in the nick of time, they could faintly make out a suspicious sound. I can hear it. 
We can find it. We just need to find it. There's still time. Gibson, no, we have to go now. Will somebody please tell me what the hell is going on right now? Why did I just zap Charlie and the overachievers here? It's coming from inside the Hulk statue. No! There's no time. We have to go. So they filed out of the store, one by one. None of them taking a moment to appreciate that it would be for the last time. Simon! I think I can contain it. Stop it from destroying the whole block. Simon, don't. It's too much. Everybody okay? Simon, talk to me. Are you? (coughs) I'm okay. Not dead yet. We're okay if anyone cares. I'm still a little woozy from the trip over here, actually. I always hated that muddy shop. Now it's gone. I'm so sorry, guys. Gretchen, Gretchen, use your powers. Rewind time. We can, we can fix this. I already tried. Something's blocking me. It's Billy. He was amplifying Nathan's powers. That's his ability. So it's done. She's really gone. I actually thought I'd get her back one day. Dad trusted me with this place, and I didn't. It's okay, Cause. We have something to avenge. What do we do now? Where do we even go? Uh, I have no idea. And as our downtrodden heroes watched helplessly as their beloved shop smoldered into rubble, so too died their dream of a normal life, all at the cost of being the heroes they so desperately wanted to become. But you know what they say, loyal listener. You can never go home again. Geek by Night is executive produced by Scott Corelli, Nick Jimenez, and Cassandra Fredrickson. Co-executive produced by Ray Ruzzo and Chelsea Kern. Associate produced by Matt Bennett. Starring Matt Mazel as Elliot Markowitz. Ray Russo as Gwen Allen, Chris O'Connor as Jeff Gibson, Andrew Ball as Simon Holt, Morgan Spencer as Mindy Gibson, Chelsea Kern as Gretchen West, Naomi Wong as Lorelai Swift, Scott Tofty as Max Carmichael, Jay Malone as Victor Conrad, Nick Jimenez as William Medina, and Zach Luna as Joel Vickers. Also starring Rachel Gatlin as Charlotte Swift, Brian Brown as Nathan Gershwin, Kristen Miller as Janet Stokely, Paul Mackey as Cosmo Peters, Natalie Van Sistine as Madison Powers, Brad Beauchamp as David Holt, Emily Rittimer as Aurora Mills, and Mark Allen Jr. as The Eye. Additional voice work by Elisa Petrie, Tal Minear, Lydia Utter, Kaylin McCabe, Jeff Raymer, Timothy Baker. Caleb Abbott and Matt Bennett. Casting by Chelsea Kern. The Long Con, written by Scott Corelli and Nick Jimenez. Directed by Chelsea Kern. Edited by Scott Corelli. Geek by Night theme by Zach Gibson. Original score and final mix by Scott Tofty. Credits read by Brian Brown. Geek by Night, created by Scott Corelli. 
All characters in this work are entirely fictitious. Any resemblance to real persons, living or dead, is purely coincidental. Copyright 2020 Dueling Genre Productions. Thanks for listening. A beloved independent comic book store built nearly 50 years ago has been destroyed. Local authorities have not ruled out foul play. How about a joke, news lady? What do you get when you cross a socially isolated, online radicalized anarchist, kicked out of the brotherhood he helped create, only to be cast out into the world by the very society who antagonized him and drove him to madness in the first place? I'll tell you what you get. You get what you fuck! Dude, shut up! (sighs) You get what you deserve. And the underdogs deserve everything that's coming to them. Including me.